I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. I am not a doctor. This might help. I'm not a professional. Let's have fun. This honestly is a good time. I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. The podcast. Hey, welcome to This Might Help with Matt Bronger, the only advice podcast you'll ever need in your whole goddamn worthless life. Guys, listen, thanks thanks for calling in and giving all the, all the, us all these calls. It, it, it's been amazing. And uh, boy, I hope they help. If you need clinical help, this is not the place. This is for fun. Speaking of fun, one of the funniest people I've ever known in my life is in the show, Blaine Kapatch. How are you, sir? Fine. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you have a uh, puppet. I, it's not a puppet. It's a friend. Hey, uh, uh, I see you uh, walking across the street every now and then. You do? Yeah. On on Hillhurst. Oh, yeah. Do you, I'm, not, do you... I'm not zeroing in on your uh, 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 witness relocation gig, am I? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, we're in the same uh, hood, aren't we? Yeah. yeah I, never, I, I never see you guys. Your, I, yeah, I wear I wear sunglasses. Uh, okay. Yeah, I can't see me. Nice, the old Clark Kent. How uh, how are you holding up these days? I'm doing good. I think we're we're good. It's uh, you know, my wife is here. She works. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son is here. He's uh, seven and second grade online. Okay. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm here too. Yeah, I th- <laughs> we have a similar situation in that, but except your kid is. Uh, older and, and thus more self-sufficient and um, you're you have it you have a daughter congratulations by the way thank that's you one, that's wonderful thank uh, you. And, and how old now she's four months oh man a little, yeah. oh, a little, little potato a little potato i just <laughs> it's pretty it was, it's it's i don't know it's pretty i mean i love it it's pretty fantastic but it's it a good keeps, gig it is it is it's it's keep me going because i'm just like this is my job now because like your wife my wife works all day here where I am right now in the back office. We've back room of our house. We've changed into an office um, is now her office. And then I just, I just watched the kid and uh, that's I'm, I'm, I'm full on daddy daycare. And it's like awesome because, you know, when she takes naps, I'll noodle around with writing and things, but it's just, it's, it's good to have an actual like it, it, it is, it's a job. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and it's a it's a job with responsibility that you can't shirk. Not right. that you not that you would, but it's like it's a uh, it's a it's a thing that's like uh, it's like a it's a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and it's a, it's a good one to have. It's like, hey, check out my tattoo. Look at this. My kid, it's my kid. There's no yeah, getting rid right, of this. Yeah, right now he's playing Minecraft on his Nintendo Switch and also simultaneously watching Gravity Falls. Oh, okay. Yeah. So good it's yeah, these kids today with their screens. Yeah. Oh, I've uh, I've learned I have to like I have to sneak looks my laptop and phone, and uh, if I'm watching TV, I have to like layer sit down facing the other way. I just it's like I'm trying to keep her off the off that drug for as long as humanly possible. It, yeah. It, the wall will fall, but for now, it's just a light up thing that she stares at, and I'm like, got to turn your little head the other way. <laughs> You know, it's you, you think to yourself, it's like, uh, oh, you know, we I'll just tell him not to watch TV. He doesn't need to watch any of that stuff. But if you were a kid and you had never seen TV before, you would be watching it constantly. Oh, yeah. And I can't blame these kids one one second for anything. No. And, and the hard and fast rule of childhood is do exactly what they tell you you shouldn't be doing. Like, yeah. 
forbidden fruit will always be the sweetest. That's why we have, have all these right-wing politicians that are anti-gay that get caught at orgies. Like that guy in, in, in Turkey caught climbing a wall, running away from a busted orgy and was like this most anti-gay politician. It's like part of me thinks those guys get into that like being that politician because it's like, oh, it's me so hot when I have sex with a dude again, you know, when like, you know, he knows who I am and we got a secret and, ah, oh, like, it's just so bad. <laughs> and, and then the flash goes off. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh no, I heard whirring. Damn oh, not whirring. I was, I was so excited by the idea of getting caught. And now that I'm caught, it's not hot anymore. It's not. Yeah. Sad. Oh, wow. Fluorescent lights in prison make my, my pores look huge. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm not, I can't pee in front of other people, especially when they're beating me with something. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm being, being hit with a pillowcase full of soap, I, it just, it's hard to pee. Yeah, getting a blanket, blanket party. <laughs> I forgot that's what it was called. Oh, uh, yeah, I love blanket party. Blanket party. You know, uh, uh, when I was, in, I was in the Navy, I don't know if you know that or not. I was in the Navy for two months. I was in boot camp and uh, I got oh. kicked out. Of, I got kicked out. It was great. But when I was, That's a better version of my true thing. I played football in high school for almost two weeks. Like that's, Okay. Yeah. I worked at McDonald's for two months too. I think two months is anything with two, like two weeks, two months. Yeah. It's all, it's all, it's all, all base. <laughs> but uh, 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 I was, I had... I was in this, this unit that was cleaning up around the base and uh, we had to clean up after a party when somebody gets promoted to a chief petty officer. They have this huge nasty party and we had to clean up after it and it was like they had this game show set up and it was everything like a wheel you would spin and three urinals that were like the contestant podiums and everything was just covered in vomit. Vomit, vomit, vomit. Everything had vomit on it. Oh, Never forget it. Anyway. That's brutal. Yeah. And it was all, it was in the Navy. So it's just. Is yeah, it, it, they've, they weird. That's where I've learned the term blanket party. But okay. it was, uh, it was, uh, uh, they had all sorts of weird rituals. I mean, not weird, but it was sure. you know, sailor, sailor stuff. Like when you cross the equator, everybody fucks a llama. Uh, yeah, but who hasn't done that? I mean, I'm like that when I go to Wyoming, just when I cross the state line, <laughs> but a sheep. They're so um, tender. But we, <laughs> But it was all men, though, right? If you're in a boot camp, that yeah, that no, there were there were women, not in the not in the uh, the training facilities, but in the actual navy, there were plenty of women. Oh, sure, but were they would they be at that party then? I don't think so. I think they had strippers. It was it was uh, it was it was very old timey, like McHale's chewing cigars out of the corner of your mouth type stuff. Got it. I imagine everything in black and white. Hats were sideways. Sure. It's cla- it's just but, but just brutal amounts of drinking. Who uh. Who who was that writer on uh, on Mad TV? I'm I'm blanking. Uh, you you worked on Mad TV for a long time. I worked on. Yes, we're we're both we're Mad, Mad TV Mad TV alum alums, uh, but very tall man's man uh, was it was it was in the was in the Marines I believe. It's a writer on the show. Black hair. He wrote he wrote with Katie Dippold. Um, was it I, I that might have been after that might have been after my time w- okay. was it rob riggle was it no it wasn't riggle but he was, been, like, yeah, he was like he was a riggle ish kind of guy he was like that he'd been in the military a long time anyway he uh he told me this time he was sober 
but he told me this time uh, back in the in the barracks where there's just like they're in like this hallway, you know, sitting on benches. Uh, and they're just they're they're like they're about to go on leave or something, and they're sitting around. And someone has, hey, I got coke. And they're like, yeah, and they all do cocaine. They're like, this is awesome. And it's like twenty guys, all straight on coke. <laughs> like you know, like they're just like, this is great. Like no, this fucking sucks, man. Like, no, <laughs> unless unless we, there's a Corvette around that we can uh, flip down the highway. I, this is this is gonna it's gonna get bad. Unless there's something we can set on fire that's nearby. Yeah. <laughs> that Corvette. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I've seen aviation what, fuel. What's been um, buoying your spirits these days? What have what been occupying you in a in a in a happy, positive way lately? Uh, you know, I've I've been okay. I'm just I'm bummed not being able to go out to restaurants and stuff. But I've I've been I've been sort of upbeat. It comes in waves. You know how it is. I think. Yeah, you're just you're just tired of being trapped and tired of of the uh, uh, tired of it being extended by people who are acting very petulant and childish. And, yeah, uh, yeah, and just you know the vaccine will come. I'm just gonna, it's nice that I can batten down the hatches like I could when I was a kid. Yeah. I'm just get, I'm just t- I'm tired of it, but I'm not letting my guard down. You know, it's, yeah, uh, I think that's what what is gonna gonna hurt a lot of people is you're just gonna get used to it and mm-hmm. make mistakes. No, I mean, that's, I was just thinking about that today, uh, that that's, that's kind of where I've been reaching my, you know, thresholds in terms of anger, in terms of just like, like what other people are doing to fuck it all up. And, and how I, I think people just, they, they collectively reached a point. I mean, the fact that the numbers exploded before Thanksgiving, like I expected them to explode post for sure. Because yeah. people are gonna, like, they're still going to do the Thanksgiving gatherings with multiple people and all that shit. But when it blew up before, I was like, oh, so you guys just hit fall and went, fuck it. I'm done. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm going to go to this crowded bar. I'm just going to go. <laughs> We're going to all sign our yearbooks. Summer's over. It's over. We're, gonna, we're going back to work, back to school, back mm-hmm. to crunch, back to the miniature golf course. Back yeah. to the pit of balls at the Ikea and McDonald Play Place. We're, as a country, we're all that guy who keeps blaming his horrible hangovers on, like, the margarita mix he drank. <laughs> oh, man. I ate those shrimp. Why I ate those shrimp? No, it was the nine peach schnapps you had. No, oh, man. No, oh, I had shrimp. And I get those uh, I shouldn't have had a. I shouldn't have mixed beer with gin and rum. That was yeah, the problem. Uh, maybe because a... you had maybe because you had eight of each of those. Maybe that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fact that yeah, yeah, you're mixing. Uh, yeah, the the tequila and then the rum, and then the oh man, the shrimp. Why do I have the shrimp? <laughs> oh, man, why don't let you talk me into those? And then the next day, you're obviously blisteringly hungover. Oh man, I just I didn't drink enough water. Like everyone, all day long, I didn't think I have enough water. Every, everyone else had the shrimp. Yeah, that you're all. <laughs> you're all. I just, I'm picturing like a Chinese restaurant with a lazy Susan. Everyone's eating all this delicious food, and this one guy who just keeps just horking down mai tais and different cocktails. And, <laughs> slow down, exactly. Roger. Hey man, the poo poo platter has a flame in the middle. It's so awesome. You know what I? You know what I'm gonna get? At? I'm gonna try some of these shrimp. <laughs> oh man, why? Why do you let me get those shrimp? Uh, oh, these <laughs> things are in foil. I'm gonna eat nine of those. No, don't eat the foil, dude. 
How my feelings? I just, I love the idea of a guy who keeps blaming his hangovers on like the shrimp he ate. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, in the ride over, I, uh, I, I got a big grab of Cool Ranch Doritos at a gas station and they just tasted old and I had That's a weird headache and then, that, and then I had four uh, do doers. That's why I threw up my fiance and shit myself while I was sleeping. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Might have been the other way around, but you know, it all worked out in the end. <laughs> Wait, the the cool the cool ranch did that? I don't I don't know. It was either that or shrimp. Yeah, I guess as good as my man. Look at uh, all we all we all know it was, it wasn't my drinking. The uh, the Jeez. bananas that was in that thermos of daiquiris were weird. <laughs> they were so weird, had a weird thing. And I had some Chinese gum. They said, just eat the paper on it, man. And I ate Wait, the paper. It was weird. You drank a thermos full of daiquiris? Why did you make a thermos? <laughs> I, thought we were go I thought we were going up to the canyon. I was pre-gaming it, man. Come on. <laughs> thought we were gonna you said something about drunk construction. No one said drunk construction. Needed something to pound in the Uber. Have you taken any sort of public transportation? Do you go out? What's your What's your going out schedule? Do you go to the grocery oh, store? Do you go to go to I, coffee I, shops? Anything I go, like that? I go. I go. I get. I'll get coffee in the morning. Uh, maybe every third day of the week or something. I usually just make it at home. But um, you know, we like going out with the with the baby before Kara has to start working, and then. Uh, but at supermarket. Sometimes we'll like, we'll Amazon Fresh order much more in the pandemic. Uh, but sometimes we'll just go and make a run. But we we I haven't gone to the grocery store more than once a week this whole time. Okay. Um, and I time I kind of time myself. It's like a, a friend of mine uh like hates malls, and he was like he was like when I go to a mall to get something, it's like a surgical strike. I just know where I'm going. I've mapped it out. Like that, that's kind of how I am at the supermarket. Like I don't dawdle. I guess this 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 you know, and I and I go. But that's kind of it that we the we've we haven't eaten out i mean when when we we drove we actually drove across the country uh about two months ago to see the in-laws so they could see rose who are quarantining and we got there and got tested and we we're so we live with them okay. um and we went to they like it's a small massachusetts town and they there's a there's a bar there that has like tables out in the parking lot that are all six feet apart so we're like, we get a drink there sometimes or get some nachos, but like, that's the, that's the only, you know, interaction dining, with people dining out, excuse me, we've had, you know, otherwise it's just been like, just take out, you know, what about you guys? Uh, we go, we'll do drive throughs and stuff. Occasionally okay. I'll go, I'll do a, a grocery run. She'll do a grocery run, uh, order, order, and I'll go pick stuff up. I get mm -hmm. coffee in the morning. I, if any, if I do anything, I try to do it super early in the morning before people get there. Oh, because you know I'm because I'm a because you know what it's like. To, uh, I, I get up before my kid, and I, also I'm old now, so I get up at like five thirty or six in the morning, even if I don't want to. Sure, it's the, it's the best. <laughs> uh, but it's like I can get out and get stuff done before anybody fills up or or, or spreads their covids. Mm -hmm. before Rudy okay. Giuliani shows up and farts everybody full of a disease. Hey, he, <laughs> he gave it her to her with farts. You know, <laughs> he's he's a guy we thought was a was a national treasure back in 9-11. Oh, uh, man. I was, 
I was skeptical then, but now I know he is. He really is going. He's going, <laughs> he's going down in a in a your as you put a fart of glory. He, it's just <sighs> everything. Every it's it's like the 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 Price is Right like. Like it follows him. That sound follows him. Where everything from his hair, his hair color dripping down his face, thing melted. Yeah, going into a room on the Borat movie with a uh, uh, an actor who's claiming to be underage and help me tuck my shirt in. Like, oh my god, man! Any any one of those things. If I had done one of those things, I would have been mortified unto suicide. I would. Whoa! What that hat? What? Huh? I there. I farted in a in congressional hearing. I'm going to kill myself. What? I. I. I have. I had hair dye dripping down my thing on television for two hours. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cut my. Cut my wrists. Cross. Cross to the hospital. Down to the morgue. I I on camera threw myself into pedophilia. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. Oh. It's it, just the the level of uh, of amateurish open mic incompetence going on with this whole the last four years. It's it really is. It's like being at a at a at a. Uh, it's just amateur hour. Oh yeah, I've 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 often thought how fucked we would be if they had any kind of real presence or or. Yeah. Plan. Or, or no, or, no professionalism. You know, it's like, no. and, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not pro, I'm not pro uh, right side at all. Uh, but there, when I was growing up, there was at least a level of professionalism and people that knew what they were doing. Even George yeah. Bush knew how the government worked. Right. Like they knew how the government worked, and this is now it's just like, uh, now it's like the Bundys taking over that wildlife refuge. It's and they're not, yeah. Except they're not funny, and like they, they're it's, <laughs> the, it's now the Bundys were pretty funny. Pretty funny. Come on, <laughs> but it, but they they just it, it, it's just you know uh, not to get political, but it's kind of just like the 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 a cartoon version of the Tea Partiers. They're all mm-hmm. you know like wait, you haven't read anything ever. Not even what your job is or a book. Wow. Okay. <laughs> hey, you think you're incompetent? Watch it. Watch this. Watch this. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's it's uh it's dupes of dupes of dupes. It's when you make a copy and then you make a copy of that. You make a copy of that. It just gets yep. more and more out of focus. Everything's diluted. one sort. Of, yeah. Everything's diluted. And and it's people fighting wars that. Uh, that were fought by people three generations ahead of them who have been dead. Yes. It's, it's like this continuation of a grievance, like Hatfields and McCoys type shit. But now and it's I, like, sp- there's a layer of sports, like American sports culture layered over it too, yeah. I think. We have pro wrestling. But, you know, didn't, I mean, I, the thing is, I feel like we all, even though we knew we were pretty intelligent, but uh, us, you know, the, the fucking clowns, we always thought we were the dopes. You know, stand-up comedians and, and and performers, and I'm not saying we're the 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 smart ones, but holy fucking shit! I mean, it's like I talk to most comedians, it's just like, boy, I, I guess we should have been running shit, huh? Fuck. Yeah, well, it's we well we were we had time and space to look at everything, and, and that's true. Had, and and of course, we have all the answers. Well, no one, yeah, and these amazing insights and. Uh, <laughs> but but speaking of, I ask everybody who comes on the show this, 
Uh, do you get asked advice, Blaine? Uh, well, I am a doctor. So oh, yes, I get, I get, yeah, so I'm all sorts of doctors. And so, okay. yeah, uh, uh, I get uh, uh, asked questions all the time, all sorts of questions for advice. Okay. From friends or? Just in my strangers? head. Oh, just in your, okay, in your head. Okay, good. What should, okay. I, what should I eat? There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. When you, you tell yourself. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we, uh, you and I have not heard these calls. Uh, only Renee, uh, the gatekeeper the producer of the show, he, he holds them all. So um, maybe ask, answer three questions. Very personal. Exactly. You, <laughs> was that the, the, that John Roy bit about the, if you, you know, that, that bullshit about how if there's an undercover cop and you ask me as a cop, he has to tell you, he's like, what the fuck is this? Like some, some, is this like some out of a, a fantasy fairy tale or something? It's like, if you can answer these questions three, then you can put the cuffs on me. <laughs> Sorry. I memorize I, I, I hear John Roy's voice. <laughs> All right, Renee, roll the first call. Howdy, Ding Donger. This is Evan. Um, my advice I'm looking for is I find that when I cook for guests, I get overcritical of my own skills because I'm a pretty good cook. And <clears throat> when things turn out even three percent below what I'm shooting for, it just ruins my entire time. Um, as well as I've noticed that when if I do a potluck or some sort of like people bring food together thing and people's food is so much less effort than mine, um, when they obviously were like proud of it, I get really judgy, um, which is really not healthy. So any help there would be nice on how to maybe not be a cynical but all right i love you bye love you too man um blaine take it away i like that he ended with love that's a good thing sure i think i think just being aware of the fact that you uh that you judge others by not putting in the work even though that the work that they put in might have been the best that they could do on sort of like a radiohead song so think about it, uh, and maybe that'll make you sad a little bit, and the sadness will make you want it to go away, and so you'll fix that. But uh, it sounds like uh, uh, you're like a lot of comedians and writers and people that I know in general that, uh, that like to uh, judge themselves too harshly and get overcritical about stuff that they're good at. Uh, when other people are like, hey, you cooked. I just made these shitty marshmallows. So, yeah. uh, uh, and you made a, you made a potluck thing or you're, a, 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 you have your shit together, just cook and have fun. As long as people don't get botulism, I think you'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't have said it better. It's, 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 that's it. It's, it's people are, it's, it's such a huge thing when people cook for you that it, like speaking for myself, someone cooks for me. I'm just like, Oh my God, this is incredible. Uh, yeah. like, thank you for, for making this ever. I, I doubt. That's why I always felt like the, you know, my wife can't cook or mom's a, such a terrible cook. It's insane. Like, yeah. it was is always such a hack vehicle in, in sitcom memorial, in memorial, in memorial. Like, like every sitcom had that where it's like the roast is burnt black. Like, no one has ever 
done that. Like, like been in the kitchen and just let the shit out and fire. Like, sure, you you chasing the kid around the house or something like that. I burnt it. We can't eat it. Sorry. May, but maybe maybe in the in the sitcom, if the wife is sitting in the corner crying, right? <laughs> you know, maybe then. Yeah. But I don't see it happening because she's on the phone. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. But it, it's it's just I I I've never eaten at someone at someone's house and. You know, we're growing up and being like, oh, this, I don't like that, you know, this, but I was like, I had a child's palate. I wanted to be eating McDonald's. As an sure. adult, I've never been over to someone's house. I'm just like, this is really bad or shitty or, you know, like, I, I think I, one of the, the terms that's been driving me really crazy and annoyed lately because I hear it so much is don't, you know, don't let perfect get in the way of good. But it's true. If you, you, you forgot to put the cardamom in, no one's going to know. Yeah, it's uh, uh, they're just they're just glad that you were thoughtful enough to cook. Mm-hmm. So it's good that you're thoughtful enough to cook, and uh, learn to take a compliment. Yeah, <laughs> and and I I will say, I will say like I have been that I've been him many times where I've just been cooking and I forgot. There's like one thing I was going to do special that I'm like I forgot it. Fuck. And what I'll do is I'll let myself have a dumb little tantrum. You know, maybe I'll yell "fuck" or something, but then it, then it I, then it's gone. Yeah, you know, I don't. I'm not gonna. He sounds like he's he lets him. Excuse me. He lets himself stay angry or disappointed with himself the whole dinner party. It's like gotta let that out. Yeah, you, you're allowed to be human. Everybody's allowed to be human, but just, exactly. just get get it out of your system and then get back mm-hmm. to being a professional. I wonder if he's <clears throat> if he's attempting hard hard stuff though, like you know, beef Wellington or you know, uh, perfectly cut sashimi or something. <laughs> yeah, it's it. Yeah, it also depends on if you're. Uh, it sounds like you know what you're doing, but it's yeah. Don't overdo it. Mm-hmm. Simple is better. Like those new pop tarts with the simple ingredients. Have you had those? Oh man, they're great. Oh, we we get we 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 get those almost every time we go to the supermarket. It's it's. I feel like it's a it's a marvelous lie. Because it's just as much sugar and everything, but I'm just like, yeah. But it's natural, so it's <laughs> fine. I like I, I've always maintained that, um, you know uh, that that uh, you know that old line: the greatest trick the devil, devil ever pulled was convincing us he didn't people he didn't exist. Now the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was trail mix, because that's the greatest lie we've ever given ourselves. Like it's healthy. It's it you take it on a trail. There's nuts. And and there's raisins. Yeah, there's also yogurt covered raisins, and there's M and M's. Shut up. You know, like yeah, it's complete sugar. Yeah, it's like a. It's got Skittles in it. They're all natural. There's grape. That's grape is natural. Apples natural. There's Yellow a whole three musketeers bar in here. It's not even cut up. Just a whole. <laughs> three musketeers are natural. It's three human beings. I just I love. I mean, anytime I'm. Uh, uh on a if i'm if i'm if i'm working on something or or shooting like go right to craft services get my little paper coffee cup full of trail mix go back to my trailer <laughs> like, oh I, I like the uh what oh i can't think of the name it's the japanese candy uh and it tastes so much exactly like real grapes it's frightening i can't think it wow oh oh haichu haichu grape tastes exactly like concord grapes yep yep would recommend there. five stars. Look, the Japanese are flavor champions. Everyone knows it. They are. Everyone knows it. Yeah. 
So that's another, to pile on our, our other advice, cook something Japanese, just not perfectly cut sashimi. And um, not the shrimp. Oh, God, man. Oh, man. I still can't even think about it. Oh, man, I had it nice and flush. I got all pink. Like pistachio. I rubbed pistachios on my face. I mean, I up, threw man. I up hives. so hard. One of my eyes almost came out, and it was so bloodshot. Look, my wife won't talk to me. You got, you got to tell her that it was the shrimp. You got to I threw up so bad I had shrimp in my nose. Came out of my nose. It was up there for like a couple of days. Ugh. Look, my wife was like, I really want to talk to you. And I turned away and I coughed and I shit on her. <laughs> Look, we, we were in bed. You, you got to tell her it was the shrimp, man. <laughs> she says I have a drinking problem. It's just the shrimp. Yeah, okay? I have a drinking problem. I feel like I'm not allergic to the drinking. But the shrimp, I think I'm allergic to the shrimp. <laughs> anyway, where's the... Where's the, where's the DoorDash guy with those mimosas? It's almost 10 in the morning. Door, DoorDash. Where's the DoorDash guy with my mimosa bucket? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Top of the morning for shrimp. Shrimp checks. Should I? Should I try, should I try shrimp again? That's, yeah, man. I, yeah, I know I'm going to go back. The siren call. But, man, not today. I was so fucked up. I can't, I can't wait to be in a bar with you again. When all this is over, so I'm gonna order something shrimp. <laughs> gonna get so much shrimp. <laughs> oh man, I hope the bag. I hope they don't have dirty backs. Oh. That term, and now it's every. That's all I think about every time I see them. Oh man, uh, look. I, okay, fair. I hit six bars where I got here, but these shrimp that I just ate are why I pissed my pants just now. <laughs> oh whoops! It was, it was also the thing where I just uh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, hey. my kids. My kids climbing in on the refrigerator. Oh, Jesus! Oh, oh no! Your wife got him. Okay. Yeah, he's he's okay. He's he's playing by the oven now. It's all right. <laughs> Good. Yeah, see, way eating some, eating some light bulbs. He'll be Good all better. right. Play in there. Um, okay, Renee, uh, roll the second call. Okay, so my mom was over and tried out our VR headset and decided to get one of her own. Very exciting, I thought. Then she starts playing some games and beats some of the easy high scores that I had set and then calls me to talk shit about how she beat all of my high scores. So I immediately get on and decimate every one of her scores. And my fiance thinks that I'm being an asshole. I think that it was all fair game as soon as she started bragging without any uh, without any suggestion uh, that I had beaten her score. She just started bragging. So am I an asshole? Huh. Uh, first thing that comes to mind is probably no, because if your mom's talking shit, she, you know, I feel like she, she's dishing it out. She can take it. Um, maybe you shouldn't have let it get to you so much that your mom destroyed your easy high scores. And and you had to go back and wipe her off the map. But I don't know. My, my, maybe it's a it's a close call, but I'm, I'm going to go no asshole. What do you what do you think, Blaine? Yeah, I don't think you're an asshole on this one. I think I think it was uh, I think it was cute that your mom uh, erased your high scores. Maybe you should have set some higher scores the first time. 
Uh, I think it's cool that your mom uh, got into it. And, uh, uh, and I think it's a, a fun little competition that you guys will have for the rest of your life or until the end of your relationship. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I don't think you're an asshole at all. I think it was, it sounds like a lot of fun. Just don't let it get, don't let it get too weird. Yeah. Where you're, Just, where you're. Remember you're adults. Seeing rivalry. Yeah. And also, also, and, and uh, uh, also if your your girl was a girlfriend or wife. Wife. Right. Uh, if you, yeah, yeah. I, if, I think so. Either way, uh, uh, if she wants you to back off, back off. That's a good call too. Yeah, I, I, uh, I can't in, uh, say say enough about the, um, the the guiding force that is my wife <laughs> in terms yeah. of the, when to when to do and especially when to not do a thing. Mm-hmm. No um, one to lay out. That's it. That's it. <laughs> do you do you play video games at all? uh yeah on and off a little bit my uh my kid does now so i don't i don't get into it if i do i'll get a game and play it for a week and then then walk away from it Not yeah like i never that was, was never yeah i i it, it 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 peaked in my childhood i never i have a lot of friends who are into it it's just never been my I lo- thing i love it they're amazing they're fun when i play i don't have a i don't have a current new system that really works like i said he's got a nintendo switch which is a lot of fun i played donkey kong country on it and stuff oh yeah you know but it's uh uh yeah i and i've never i don't play online i don't like playing online <clears throat> no me neither i don't i don't like the the the, the you know the wild west of it yeah but, I, I i like being in my own head yeah someone uh that showed me you know the this kind of like world war ii thing where they're all on it and they're all you're just shooting each other and everyone's talking trash and just like yeah that that looks like hell to me that doesn't look fun yeah. at all. i'm sure if you do it with the right people like i remember uh sure. like ken daly and brian posain like there's a whole group of people they would meet at paget brewster's house and she would have systems set up all over the place oh. and uh people would be all over her house and playing on the same system and I'm sure that would be a goddamn delight. Yes. That would be like watching Clue, you know? But uh, uh, if you're just doing it with strangers, then it just it just degenerates pretty quick and weird. Yeah. And plus, you're just getting murdered by children over and over and over, which is... Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's, like, it's, like, a, uh, it's like scoring on your mom. There you go. <laughs> but, you're, but, you're, but, you're, uh, but you're like a two-year-old kid. Uh-huh. Which is better than you. Yes. <laughs> Call back. Um, all right. So, uh, hope that helps, man. Yeah. Hope okay. it helps. Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. Um, yeah, I, there's a, you, uh, have written some of the funniest stuff ever. And do you, do you, do you keep stuff in your head, uh, for like, like, do you save super funny? Th- I mean, you have to, that someone else has said or written or, uh, you mean jokes or sketches or just yeah, stuff more like jokes, like lines or whatever. Yeah, I just sort of I just write stuff when it comes out. No, no, no. As, I mean, as it's not goes. that you thought of, but like I, I collect other people's stuff. Not to say, but just to like remember. Like I. Just, oh yeah! I, oh yeah! Right? Oh, yeah, dozens knew, and dozens and hundreds of lines of other. I knew we had that, that in common. You, you just reminded me of this. There was this show. I forget. It was like a Channel One One show, and they, there's a line on it where <laughs> this guy. It was a courtroom drama scene gone nuts, and there was a guy who was like a, a, a radio disc jockey, and he was like, uh, you know, it was called on the one guy and was like, um, uh, "You're a caller number three. and he was just like, "So you, 
uh, if you can answer this question, he answered it correctly. And they're like, you want a thousand dollars? He's like, yes. And the guy's like, he's like, and what station is the station that gives you the rocking cash? And the other guy went, you, your station. Like that made me laugh so hard because it's like, well, I, I wish someone would have done that. Cause it, they, all they want you to do is be their advertiser for once. You're, we just gave you a thousand dollars. Say the name of our station. And the guy won't. You. <laughs> Your station. Your station. Like, I, I thought of you for that because I was like, that sounds like something Blaine would write. Like that's <laughs> was that was that a uh, was that a Dan Harmon joint? That one? Do you remember? Probably. Like I don't know. Stuff? Yeah, it was. It was these two guys that didn't live in L.A., but they would collaborate with other people. I think they were like I forget where they were. Anyway, but um, yeah, just that line just cracked me up. Um, is there one that comes to mind for you that you were just thinking of? Oh no no just okay. No, sorry. I was just. No, no, no. But now I'm thinking of Channel 101, seeing those when they would do the live shows at the uh, Cinespace. They were a lot lot of fun. Those were great. I loved those shows. That's that was when I first moved to LA. My favorite, my the most memorable joke from all those uh, cinephile or cinespace shows uh, from Channel 101 was a Dan Harmon thing. It was the medical drama. Do you remember the medical drama that they did? Sort of a serial. And in the opening credits, they have the three of them are looking at the camera and they come at the camera faster than the camera can focus. And then the camera focuses and it's just dumb shit like that makes me laugh so hard. Because it's so, but just, uh, just, try to be serious and the cameras try to focus it's so cheap and bad and i know other people have done it but man it's funny it's as funny as a guy out of breath trying to talk they they were they were like the guys who i like in my mind were like you guys you guys aren't funny you're not like i'm with comedians we're doing what's funny and then i watched one screening i was like oh they're as funny as us yeah oh yeah you know when i when I came down here from San Francisco, it was in 95, Pat and I moved down. When we got hired on Mad TV, we worked on the pilot. Oh, right. Came down here, and it was like all these comedians that we knew from San Francisco and New York and Boston or whatever, but it was also all these other people from everywhere else, and they weren't all comedians. They, they weren't all stand-ups, but they were comed, comedy people. Uh-huh. And it was like you couldn't put your finger on it. it was, everybody was kind of comedy adjacent. But stand-ups were just like an, another slice of this big round pie chart. Yes. And, uh, and then we would do shows at Diamond Club, this old club on the corner of Hollywood and, and uh, La Brea, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I remember seeing just comic after, guy after guy, girl after girl, just so funny. And like people I had never heard of before, never seen before. And none of them were comics. And I was like, I got I to gotta up my game a little yeah. bit. Because everybody was so good. I mean, it was like, David Cross and Odenkirk yeah. met there and like Jack Black and Paul Tompkins with Jay Johnson and Mary yeah. Lynn. Just everybody was insane. Yeah. I mean, I definitely kind of hit a wall when I got to LA where I left Chicago and I thought we were all the best and we were great. But then it's like, I, I kind of was, I definitely was intimidated when I came here. It's like, I had definitely had to work my way back up, you know? Well, yeah. Well, it's every, all, it's all the best people from other places come here. Yes. So it's, but I remember your, all your, all you Chicago guys, your wave was really, really good. Everybody was very, very funny. It was a bit, I would say like the Chicago and the San Francisco scene were like the two, like, you know, the big ones that we did that kind of came to town for sure. I'm, I'm not a rivalry guy. I just like funny people, funny people. Exactly. No, I, it's, it's, I, I love telling a comic to fuck himself or herself when they, I, they say a joke that I just love, you know, like, I'm <laughs> fuck you for that one. 
Um, but uh, uh, like I had um, Brent Terhune on here and he was, he does, he does these videos of like um, disgruntled, those disgruntled uh, Trump people that film themselves in their car. He does oh, yeah. that and <laughs> okay. it, it looks so real that people think it's real. And so people tell him, call him an idiot and shit. And he did when all those boats on Lake Davis sank that were like the, the Trump fleet, you know, of like yachts, right. like they sank. And he did one guy who was just like, I lost my boat. Oh, the SS Margaritaville is gone. And like, I was like, that's so fucking good. I hate you. That's such a perfect boat. Ah, damn you. Anyway. Um, but okay. So we got one last call. Uh, Let's do it. This is fun. Hey, thanks for having me, Matt. This is a blast. You're the best. No, you're the best. I'm, I'll, I'll honk next time I see you on Hillhurst. Please. Hi, Matt. Um, my husband and I listen to your show all the time. We love it. Um, we live in Chicago, and I am a teacher, and he's a chef. And as you can imagine, life during the pandemic for everyone is really tough, but it's been hard for us. And my husband has listened to your podcast and kind of gobbled it up um, and is starting uh, therapy and is starting to uh, handle his drinking problem. And I know that this is uh, both of these are your podcast and I'd love to just hear your thoughts about just how to get right about not drinking so much and it's mostly secret drinking. It's like the stuff that you're hiding from your partner because you don't want to cope with the shit that you're dealing with at the moment and that's the thing that's starting all the problems between the two of us in terms of like handling drinking it's really just like the secret drinking stuff I'm uh, driving on 290 right now and I'm like nervous leaving this message because we're such huge fans of yours and you're so funny and your show is really great and I don't know if you know this but it really does help people so uh, we love it. We love what you're doing. Hey. Bye. What a dick. No, my God, that's so nice of you. Uh, like, thank you so much for those kind words. That's it's beautiful that you guys both uh, dig it, and um, that's that's so nice. I, I'm I'm overwhelmed. Um, well, uh, let's see where to where to where to start. Um, the secret drinking thing, as soon as she said that, I was like, click. I knew exactly, you know, it's I, that that was like an indicator of any, even speaking of Chicago, uh, Blaine, like when we were back, back in those days, you know, Kyle and, and me and uh, uh, Roy and um, all those guys, I mean, just boom, boom, boom. Like I, I was a waiter. I was a, I was a bartender. It was such a huge part of our DNA. Yeah. You know, not only drinking, but getting absolutely hammered but we could you could always there was a guy there would be guys uh i'm thinking of one guy now who has been i think he's now like 20 years sober he would sneak off and do shots by himself and it was just like we're already getting demolished why are you <laughs> hiding you know that was yeah. like that's just it's generally speaking it's such an indicator that this person is is treating it as a, a friend of mine would put it as medicine rather yeah. than a celebratory thing you know sure yeah, like eating candy for lunch. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. It's it should be a it should be a treat or a job well done thing, something to unwind mm -hmm. with. 
I think uh, uh, I I can see exactly what she's talking about about during the quarantine. If uh, yeah. uh, if things are tough and you guys are at home and you're bored, it's easy to fall into a pattern like that that gets destructive. And if it gets secret, I think that's it's a. Uh, maybe you should discuss what why he would feel he would have to hide that from her. yeah you know mm -hmm. and uh, uh uh you know he's probably ashamed he's maybe he's embarrassed sure uh you know maybe he knows he doesn't want to get talked to or something so uh uh i think but you know we have another nine months before we all get the vaccine. So you have plenty of time to talk. <laughs> it's so dark, but true. But I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it's I mean, an easy, it's an, it's a slippery, I hate to say slippery slope, but it's an e an easy trail to stumble down and it's hard to get back up because all really the true. rocks are loose. It's really true. And, um, it, when, when, it, when it becomes something that you, you need, that's when you kind of got to just kind of, cut it loose or, you know, scale down if you can. Yes. Uh, the, the way that, the way that I, I God, what, like a couple of years ago, I just, I kind of, I didn't hit a wall, but I kind of, uh, I found that I was on the road and, and was, um, being very indulgent in terms of alcohol, in terms of having like a lot of beers after, after the shows, and um just be and it really wasn't like it wasn't a secret thing i made no you know didn't hide it but i was like it was one of those things where i kind of hit a, i hit a thing where i was like why do i i don't i don't need to do this i can just have a couple uh after the show with the staff or something and then that's and it's cool you know I, and, I, and it, once i kind of just admitted that to myself that i was just basically medicating my loneliness mm. and medicating um my dissatisfactions with everything from my career to life to things i don't have any control over you know numbing myself i guess i should say yeah uh then then i then i scale back and it's like i've definitely had some drunk nights since then but it's like it hasn't been anything where i'm like you know i don't i don't think i'm going to go out on the road again and, and i'll i just see it as oh I, let me just map out where all the good bars are before i even get to town let me um you know hit a couple before the show drink during the show then hit them after the show and the next day i kind of feel like shit and i go and i i go to workout class to sweat out the toxins rather than to be in better shape or yeah. you know maintain or something so it's like so that's my that's that was my uh version of what your husband is going through in in my life maybe there's something like that where he can just have that clarity and go oh i don't i don't need this if if there is like a a chemical thing that's tougher uh but the thing is i, I think i think that the stigma in terms of going like uh oh i quitting is quitting is so fucking scary for most of us, like never having a drink again, that sound to me, honestly, that sounds horrible. Yeah. If I'm honest, well, but you know, it's, it's that thing where you, even, even people that have been sober 20 years don't say that they just say, no, I'm not going to have a drink today. That's why they say one day at a time. So I don't know, keep just something to keep in mind. Go ahead. Well, you know, one, one thing that uh, I remember I used to, I used to smoke when I was in my twenties, whatever, and maybe into my thirties a little bit, but ne never, never as much as when I was young, but I, uh, uh, the stuff is poisonous 
And I knew that, uh, uh, that if I had said that I was going to quit, all I would think about is like, why well, I could now, what if I had this? Why, what if I have, yeah. so, but I, so I didn't quit. I just don't smoke. And it's yeah. like, and it's, it's more freeing and it makes me feel more in control of myself. Like, yeah, I just don't smoke. Cause I know mm-hmm. it's, cause I know it's dumb. And if I do smoke, like I like I remember I had a cigarette. I was at a party and had a couple of tequilas in me or, or whatever. And I remember my sister in law was rolling up one of those drum cigarettes. Oh yeah. And it just sure. and it just smelled good. And I was in a good mood. And I was like, hey, give me a drag of that. And she and she, she rolled one up for me. And uh, I remember I take a puff of it and like a minute later I'm sweaty and I want to yeah. throw up and my head hurts and I'm like, this is nicotine. It's a horrible drug it's like a guy so who shot me with a neck dart because yeah. i was instantly like white as a sheet yeah I, oh my oh god <laughs> it's like yeah. i used to smoke like a pack of those a day i have a, my friend mark voice he's a comedian one of my oldest and dearest friends a comedian from baltimore he smokes two packs of cools a fucking day he, he's stone cold sober but he smokes he just smokes yeah. And it's like that's he's he leapt from one one vice to a vice that he allows himself. He, that's pretty like, common. And I think we were talking about that before, like just allow yourself to be a little bit human and know you're gonna you know problems. Oh, and can can I say one more thing? If he if this guy is a chef and he's at home and he's not working, uh 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 and and he's drinking because of that, uh uh just don't be sad and just know that it, this isn't going to be forever and you will be working again soon and you need yeah. to have your shit together when you start working. So think about your future when the, when the wheels touch the runway and everybody gets off the plane, you don't want to be staggering around looking for a wastebasket to throw up in. Yeah. You don't want to be rubbing your red eyes going, Oh, the yeah. shrimp. Why'd I cook all those oh, shrimp? Fucking show this fucking shrimp. <laughs> oh brother. Man. Oh man. But oh, listen, goddamn oh, shrimp. But yeah, I mean, I, 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 I hope that helps. I mean, honestly, you, you sound like a person who's, who, who cares about him a great deal and you want to uh, do right by him. And I'm, and he sounds great too. It just, that's just such a, the only, the only time I heard of like secret drinking uh, where that, that wasn't like, oh, that's probably not a good sign was, this time it's a guy who doesn't drink anymore, but he never really drank all that much. But he was like, he was like, the, the reason I stopped is because I, anytime I would got together with my extended family, like Thanksgiving, they really annoyed me. So I'd go in the, the basement fridge and I would just drink, I would just shotgun a whole beer and then I would go join them. And I was like, I don't see any fucking problem with that. Like your fa- your extended family. That, that sounds like a nightmare to anyone. Yeah. You know, like I don't, to fortify yourself, I don't, like, I'm not saying that's, oh, everyone should do that. But if someone was just like, I just shotgun a whole beer in the basement, I'd be like, okay, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, that sure. makes sense. I don't blame you. I, I don't. <laughs> There's probably no beers upstairs. <laughs> but, but that, that the guy I was, met, I was talking about, I remember, you know, it's, 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 it's indicative because he would, uh, he would, he would hide his, his drinking, not from me, but from his girlfriend. We all worked at the same bar and uh and restaurant and like we'd be all we're all done with our shift we're having a drink after you know sitting at the bar and we're gonna go to a bar and we're just having some freebies at the bar we work at we're about to go to another bar and like she goes upstairs to use the bathroom and he's like he's like 
you could be like, let's do a shot, let's do a shot right now. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, you know, like, or, or he would just get one for himself. I mean, peppermint schnapps. Oh, for some reason, oh. so many people I've known that had real stone problems would do a lot of peppermint drink schnapps. schnapps. Dude, just can I tell it. you, uh, when I was in just out of high school, before I was even a comic, my friend Rick Spiker was getting married and we had his bachelor party in my friend's garage. And we're all like 15, 16, 17, 18 year old kids. Wait, what, what, how, what age was he getting married? And he was like, he was, uh, he was 18. So Whoa. he was like, right. He was going into the air force and he was just okay. straight in, straight into it. Uh, and, uh, uh, anyway, we all got, uh, uh, I got loaded on straight peach schnapps and we were eating peeled shrimp that's why that's the whole riff was tonight was me thinking about is it really yeah it came from the 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 peach schnapps i can never now i can't drink peach anything peach gives me the fucking willies uh but the but the peeled shrimp and i was like because i remember before the party i smoked joint oh i'm gonna go i'm gonna yeah because i'm not gonna drink i don't want to drink and i got there and i ended up having like three or four straight peach schnapps just tumblers and then the wedding was the next day, Matt. It was the oh. worst, the worst, because the other guys kept drinking all night. And uh, uh, the, I'm sorry, I'm sorry if I'm babbling, but no, one please. of the guys, they were all his head splittingly hungover. Just me too, just fucking nightmarish. And the wedding party is up on the the mantle of whatever you call it at the church. They're all standing up there, and the one guy had had uh, his face was bright red from trying to scrub off the magic marker dicks they had drawn all over him. So he was like, and they were still there, but he was all like bright red, rub, like rub raw, but they were still on him. And he's in a church with dicks on his, everybody wants to throw up. Just everybody wanted to throw up. I was, I, th- I threw up. It was great. It was the first wedding I ever went to where they threw bird seed instead of rice. And they said, oh, yeah, because rice is bad for birds. Then the birds can eat it. Isn't that great? Oh, that's terrific. <laughs> throw, throw up in a bush. What an insightful. <laughs> you <laughs> threw your fingers and into your sleep. <laughs> yeah, the unexpected. Sometimes it's just it's relaxing. When, you, when you're vomiting like that, it's like, oh, this feels good. Horror, oh, wow. Ash. It felt like, yeah, it's like, it's like uh, Rose, my daughter, when she'll like just – I drink a whole bottle of milk and then rah, rah, that huge belch and then just all this milk comes out and it's just like oh you, you can see the look on her face of like oh that's the yeah. stuff it's that same thing <laughs> yeah my ear popped <laughs> yeah. oh i just cracked my neck in a wonderful way oh my back well thanks for coming on the show man this was fantastic matt thank you for having me it's delight it's delightful to see you i'm glad you're doing well and i'm uh, you too, uh, uh and congratulations on your daughter you're gonna be a great dad Thank you, dude. Oh, that means a lot. Thank you, man. Hey, honestly, thanks so much for listening. This might help. If you have any need for advice and you would like to be on the show, it's totally anonymous. No one leaves their names. Just call and leave a message at 323-763-0228. Again, that's 323-763-0228. Thanks. This Might Help with Matt Bronger was created and hosted by me, Matt Bronger. Produced by Outer Circle Media. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.